Welcome. It is a new Cycle and Fanatic podcast. We're up here in Ames today for the rundown installment of the Cyclone Fanatic podcast where we recap Matt Campbell's press conference from today, uh, talk all things Iowa State football. Of course, we are brought to you by our friends at Heartland Flags, Heartland Flagpoles. I've got my, um, the best thing I've ever bought from them. I've spent a lot of money there over the years. Best thing I've bought is the portable flagpole that you all should consider going to their storefront in Des Moines. Click on their ad at Cyclone Fanatic. You can get that address pulled up. But you could potentially bring it up, go and buy one of these portable flagpoles and sport the Cyclone flag of your choice from Heartland Flags at the game on Saturday. Boom, there's an idea. Iowa State, Texas Tech, Saturday, 11 o'clock. Rob Gray's here to break it down. Yes, sir. We took a bye week last week, just like the Cyclones. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, a much-needed one. Not yeah. really. I mean, Got a little it, healthier. Did you? A little bit, yeah. What did you do last week? Nothing. I just got a little healthier. Isn't that what's supposed to happen during oh. bye weeks? Oh, you. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought like you were going to tell me you, you dieted for a week or you had like a juice <laughs> cleanse or, <laughs> or something, something like crazy, that. Something crazy, something hippie-ish. No, nothing, nothing hippie-ish. Uh, not a lot of breaking news or anything like that at the Matt Campbell press conference today. We'll get some, um, some of the housekeeping out of the way. Sounds like injury-wise, Rob, Iowa State's going to be okay. Ray Lima, Lawrence White, and Chase Allen all expected to play. Is that I, fair? I, I think he deemed it probable yeah. on the on the radio show and, and and said nothing to contradict that today. So yeah, I, I would say that they they are expected to play, which is huge. Although, and how how great was Jamal Johnson? When he, and he's yeah. he's been a, a great compliment. He's been really good for a while, but he's kind of been behind Ray. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And I mean, he still is. Correct. I mean, for good reason, but. He brings him, as Coach Campbell said in response to a question today, he brings just a different type of twitch, a different type of body and player out there, and he's performing at a high level, did really well when Ray had to sit on the sidelines because of the, uh, the concussion for the West Virginia game. So uh, that's got to do nothing but boost his confidence, which is already way up. And, and, you know, we continue to see young guys cycled in, Isaiah yeah. Lee getting a little bit more action so i mean just yeah exciting to watch those guys and to know that ray's healthier um you know it's it's the greatest cliche that the bye week came at a good time right but uh for iowa state it seems like a really 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 nice time given david montgomery had been banged up came back ray lima could not play uh you know lawrence white's great depth builder sure tackler back there. i mean it, it, it is a great time for iowa state as it steps foot on the second half of the season i think offensively too it it allows you to continue to build. I uh, and I, I would encourage um, you guys to listen to the Matt Campbell interview that I I post every week here on the Cyclone Fanatic podcast feed. Today's was especially interesting. Is Matt and I weren't really reacting to a specific game, but more the program and growth as a whole. And one of the things that I noted, Rob, I think I've watched the West Virginia game four games four times now. I know I have problems. <laughs> the use of the tight end, even not in the passing game, um, if you would watch that game back, the amount of times we'd see two tight ends in motion and um, using that as a um, decoy, and like they, they, they did that a lot. And the reason I bring that up is not to talk about the tight end specifically, but it's an added wrinkle. And with a freshman quarterback – 
I think it was an especially good time to get him in the film room. Not a physical thing with Brock Purdy, a mental thing for him. I bet you on Saturday we see some different dimensions to Iowa State's offense. Yeah. That would be my guess. Yeah, I would I I would agree. And obviously the the the, the standard Brock Purdy question about, you know, the instant fame, I think it was uh put out there how does he handle that? And, and Matt Campbell didn't appreciate the word fame, I don't think. I, I don't think so and I don't th- there are certain you you know how with with uh, with our friend coach Bill Fenley, you don't ever want to bring up the word effort yeah. or something when asking a question for a game. Uh, there are certain buzzwords that I think embody that me me correct aspect that that kind of make uh, that grimace uh, form on Matt Campbell's face. But um, you know, legit legit question. Talking about a young guy getting in there and having such a you know, it seems like instant success, but he's been working behind the scenes to to get to that level so um you know he, he just didn't bat an eye and said yeah not a problem here well you recruit the right players and you don't you don't have an issue with anybody's head getting big um so yeah and, and then you add that extra layer he's he's been a you know he's a coach's kid you know a he went to a program you know he's, he's got all those intangibles or those um bona fides bona fides to go to prove what type of leader he is and now he's got a chance to go and and as you said um you know, augment his game, and uh, I, yeah, I would expect nothing less as well. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just excited. the The West Virginia game was a refreshing deal, and we've we've talked about it a lot. But I just think there's so much to build on. I don't. Did you read my Monday musings this week? It's okay. You can. I have say. not gotten on it yet. It's just the, you know, everything that they're doing right now. To me, the success is coming from the inside out. Mm-hmm. I know that Brock has changed the offense, but. If the offensive line sucked, he wouldn't be doing it. Yep. You know, if it's yep. if it's week one's offensive line, I don't think that they're having that success. Mm-hmm. On defense, Mike Rose appears to be a really good player, but look at the guys he's playing behind. Mm-hmm. You know, when you put Orion Vance in there, he's producing too. Yep. It's the defensive line. And it's an inside-out deal. And you look, when you look at the depth of the program, I would say their strongest recruiting has been up front on both sides of the ball. And it doesn't look like that's slowing down. That's really exciting to me, Rob, for a guy I've been around Iowa State a long time, and it's always kind of been an outside-in thing. And you thought, okay, well, there's a decent little group here, but there's nothing behind them. That guy better not get hurt. I don't feel that way right now. No, not in the least. And, and how many times was it, it, it speaking of that outside-in situation, uh, Boy, you'd better get a JUCO alignment. Yeah, you got to go get oh, one. God. You got to go get one. I hate JUCO alignment. And they'd be so hit and miss, mostly miss. And uh, Wendell Taisi comes to mind. No, no, no offense. Wendell Trooper. Uh, uh, some other guys come to mind more than him. But uh, I mean, it, they they don't work out more often than they do. Yeah, yeah, and and you and you don't have to rely on that. I mean, as touched on, we're seeing true freshmen on the D line make an impact. Um, it's another I, guy in that interview with Campbell, Isaiah Lee is a guy he brought up. Yep, yep, and I noticed how he was on the field more. Uh, and I asked Jamal Johnson about those guys. I'll be writing a piece during the week about their impact. And just because it is such a huge deal, the new rule and, and how they're navigating it, right? Um, but not, it, it's amazing to see because we were told forever that defensive line is the toughest position group to recruit, and it might be. But these guys didn't approach it as, oh, this is tough. These guys approached it as, well, this is something we have to do, and we're going to do it. And that seems to be paying dividends. And, and again, I mean, we, 
look at the O-line. I mean, Trevor Downing, um, Ramos. Yeah. I mean, we've got true freshmen there that I know they're really high in, and I'm probably le- – I know I'm leaving guys out. Yeah. But we're, we, I think even though I've written about it, I don't know, I, I don't think more than I should, but the improvement since week one of that offensive line is, to me, the story of this football team because they – to, to, to say they struggled in week one against Iowa. Again, a really good defense. Correct. First game. Yeah. Really good D-line. Um, and obviously changed it around, went back to the post-fall camp depth chart. But, I mean, it was night and day better. And it keeps getting better. I mean, are there deficiencies? Are they, are they world beaters at this point? No, but they're a pretty darn good group. And they're allowing David Montgomery and whoever's uh, a tailback to, to get some room. They're doing things, uh, getting out in front of Brock Purdy, helping him when he runs. Excellent pass protection, generally speaking. Um, I, I think that's I, – I don't know if we could magnify that more, I mean, or overhype that, just how much that group has come together and really trusted in each other and, and improved. Because I think it's been as big of an improvement for a position group since I've been covering Iowa State. Solid analysis right there by the grizzled Rob Gray. We'll take grizzled. a really quick timeout. And more of the Rundown podcast here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Heartland Flags right after this here. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, it's Chris Williams. We're in the heart of football season now. And I got to tell you, I feel a lot better than I did a year ago. And I owe a lot of that to Dr. Kruger at the Ames Eye Clinic. Also, uh, their Des Moines location is they're called Des Moines Eye Care in Des Moines. Same guys really great eye doctors. I never thought that I had eye problems. I don't really have problems seeing or anything like that, but I was suffering from chronic headaches. I mean, it was nonstop. I always had a headache. And I think a lot of it was because I stared at a screen all day. Dr. Kruger took a look at my eyes, took him about a half hour, and he knew exactly what was wrong. Prescribed me some glasses that now I use while I'm on my computer, while I'm working for you guys at Cyclone Fanatic all day. And man, has it made a difference. I'm even sleeping better. I challenge you, if you have a problem like this, any sort of eye problem, to contact our friends at Des Moines Eye Care and the Ames Eye Clinic. You can check out DesMoinesEyeCare.com or AimsEyeClinic.com. I would encourage you to do this and tell them that we sent you. Tell them thank you for supporting what we're doing here at Cyclone Fanatic. In the market for a new home? Consider getting your mortgage through Gershman Mortgage, a longtime supporter of CycloneFanatic.com. Gershman's knowledge, experience, and low rates will not only make a positive impact on your home buying experience, but will also save you money as it has for families over the course of three decades. Already own? Perhaps refinancing is a solid option for you. Give Gershman Mortgage a shot. Call 515 515- 964-5952 or stop by their Ankeny location at 1200 Southwest State Street, Suite 2C today and tell them Cyclone Fanatics sent you. Welcome back to the rundown here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Heartland Flags. I want to give a sh- quick shout out to all the farmers in the fields right now harvesting. It's cool over the weekend. You guys were all sending us photos from your harvest. Uh, we love to promote your family farms here. At Cyclone Fanatic, so keep please keep tweeting those at us at Cyclone Fanatic or at Chris M. Williams, and we'll be glad to do that. And, and thank you for doing that. Hopefully, some of you guys can get some work done and potentially be here for the game on Saturday. I know most of you are shooting for for Baylor, and that that's understandable with the with the late fall and all the all the moisture. But uh, hello to you guys. Also, 
um, our, our Cyclone Fanatic basketball tip-off party. We've had a schedule change. I'm excited. I think this will work out better. We are going to do it on Friday night, November 2nd at the Whiskey River in Ankeny. Our special guests had a scheduling conflict for this Thursday, so we've moved it to Friday, November 2nd, and that will be a Friday night event. We've never had a Friday party at Cyclone Fanatic. Uh, we'll start at 6. The, the cycl- Ain't no party like a Cyclone Fanatic party in a Friday night. It'll be a fun time, Rob. Darn right. I mean, heading into the weekend instead of having to have that one more day of work. Yes. I mean, Just take that, off a little early. a lot of Fanatics are going to, you know, we can always count on them to be great guests and conversationalists, but they can cut loose a little bit more as it's, uh, as it's the weekend. Yeah, I like it, too. We've moved this party back, and by good reason. The first year we did this party was with Hoiberg. Believe it or not, we did the Hoops tip-off party, Iowa football week. It was late, the week of Labor Day. And it's really difficult to get people in basketball mood. Mm-hmm. This is different because it's, you know, the women's exhibition is on that Thursday, November 1st. Like, mm-hmm. you've got basketball in Hilton Coliseum, and we're yep. tipping off. So I, I think this will work out better for our audience. I'm looking forward to it. Again, that is Friday, November 2nd at Whiskey River in Ankeny. I do have an RSVP deal up on Facebook. encourage you guys to go and um, fill that out. It's just kind of fun to see everybody who's going to be there and whatnot. It will be a heck of a party. We're also going to have organized game watches for the next two away games. Um, That Kansas game, the 11 a.m. kick, we will have a game watch at Buzzard Billy's downtown Des Moines. More info to come. On November 17th, the Saturday night against Texas, big game. We will be at Whiskey River in Ankeny. More details coming. And then one other deal. I believe it'll be Monday the 19th. I think that is when, yeah, that's when the Maui Invitational starts. We're going to tap Transfer Brew, our new beer, at Barntown Brewing. Mm -hmm. We'll have a game watch for Iowa State and Arizona that night on Monday the 19th of November, Transfer Brew gets tapped at Barntown. We'll have a game watch, and we'll tap the beer. What kind of beer is that? We're working on it. Oh, okay. So no details. I, at, at I got to get back to Pete. Yep. I should have the details here before too long. But it'll be more of a um, fall, darker, winter, warmer type of beer. Yeah, uh, an ale. Yeah, I, I'm not, not like an India pale ale. Like yeah, I'm, ale. yeah, I don't know exactly which route they're going. But they make great stuff. And I, I loved how the um, Firmly Entrenched turned out. I thought it was fantastic. For sure. Uh, they, they, it's probably my favorite brewery in Des Moines, what they're doing at Barntown. So, cool got place. a lot busy time of year, Rob. Indeed it is. Wrestling right. Media Day today. Look for coverage from Jacqueline Cordova. She'll be there for Cyclone Fanatic. Uh, what else am I missing? Uh, Big 12 Basketball Media Day tomorrow. Jared Stansbury will be in Kansas City for us here. It's Cyclone Fanatic. Yep. And then you'll be covering football. Sorry, I'm kind of just running through the Cyclone Fanatic itinerary the rest of the week. Well, it's 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 a stacked week. And then, and obviously important to note the change, uh, you know, the, as you said, what should be a, 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 a beneficial change for the uh, hoops kickoff party. I'll be honest with you. I think that the point spread is too low for Saturday. Yep. I think it's now at three and a half. I think Iowa State – will beat Texas Tech by 10 to 17. I'm in the exact same ballpark. Okay. I was sort of looking at like 31-20, 31-17, somewhere in that 
vicinity of that range. Uh, I just think Tech has not played the level of schedule. It's in the Iowa State game notes that according to the Sagarin computer rankings that the Cyclones have played the toughest schedule to date. Opponents are 32 and 15 combined. All of them played in bowl games. Um, sure, Tech's markedly better and needed to be uh, for Coach Kingsbury. But And I think it will be a big challenge. This is not a team that comes in Huddles around the heater no. if it's cold and, and gets their butts kicked no. 66 to 10. Or even like last year. I mean, this team's got some fight in it. It's I definitely totally got, more, agree with you. got more talent. Um, yeah. I don't even know it's more talent on the defense. It's just they get it. smarter. They get it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I, yeah, so I think a challenging game, but one should fully expect to win and, and not really feel like uh, it's uh, in jeopardy. Once you get uh, well into the second half. Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. It is the tailgate show presented by Iowa Pork. We're powered by pork. And that will be at 8 a.m. bright and early. Another early show on 1460 KX. I know you guys can stream it on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Woody and I will be out bright and early on Saturday morning. Rob, thank you for your contributions today. We look forward to your coverage of the Cyclones for the rest of the week, and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Sounds great. He's Rob Gray. I'm Chris Williams. Thanks you to our sponsor, Heartland Flags. I'm telling you, get that mobile flagpole. I'm serious. It's great. I do it. I always take it to the NASCAR races. I don't tailgate for Iowa State because I'm working, but if I did, you'd know I'd be bringing my flag around. Later.